What's going on and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I appreciate you tuning in. Anybody that's listening at this particular time. I was watching a documentary on Amazon Prime. And this is where the idea for this particular show comes from. Uh, The name of the documentary was Contradictions, a question of faith. And this was not a very good documentary. It was on the black churches in America. But there was a powerful song that was played like halfway through this documentary by a gentleman named Anthony David. And the name of the song was God Said. So it got me to thinking. Got me to thinking about the song. It got me to thinking about the movie. It got me to thinking about the state of the world today and how people manipulate what they think God has said to them. How they take things out of content. How they use it for their own personal agenda. How they directly misquote scripture. How they omit other passages that would actually have a turnabout or in the story of the scripture that they are trying to stand on. How they manipulate. People forget the devil can quote scripture. He knows every word of the Bible. They do this so that nothing that they do can be traced back to themselves. So they can come up with a rule of morality. You know, it's not me getting angry. It's God getting angry. And remember, God only speaks to me. He does not speak to the masses. He does not speak to the general public. He's given this message to only me as though you're an apostle or prophet. That's that's nonsense. Then they use the act of forgiveness and claim that their evil is over. Because they always come back to the same thing. I am only doing what God says. I'm only repeating what God says. This is what I'm going to hide behind. This is what I'm going to stand on because it's abundance truth. Or even worse than that, this is what I've been told God said. I mean, you got to think about this. It has been used to hold down women. It has been used to hold down homosexuals. It has been used to hold people in the mind of slavery. Now, I am, this is, don't get me wrong. I am not taking anything away from what God said, what the Bible says, what your Quran or Torah said. I said the manipulation of the words. The manipulation of the words. We know that in Leviticus, it says, you shall not lie with a man as with women. It's an abomination. But then they go on to say other things in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Where in this Bible verse does it say a prerequisite? It says whomsoever or whosoever, short, tall, fat, dark, ugly, white, black, gay, lesbian, asexual. It does not give. The only edict that this has is 
believing in him. So you manipulate the slaves by telling them that they should obey their earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. This was taught to slaves to keep them in place. First, you teach them that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. Then you give them Ephesians 6, 5 through 9, which tells them to be obedient. And then you sit them in a church on Sunday and you tell them that this is the only passage from the Bible you should preach from. So could you imagine slaves sitting around for two or three hours just going through the depths of obeying your earthly masters with deep respect and fear and this is all that you can have i mean you know what you got people out there who manipulating the bible that the old covenant overrules the new covenant you know i believe that the bible is a book of love it's a book of correction it's a book of uh, rules and regulations on how you should live the best possible life it's a book of hope of eternal hope that there is a life that this is not just a uh, we're just running around in circles down here like hamsters that there's actually a, a, a an ending to the story and a great ending to the story if you do the right things and you believe the right things and you follow the right things and you're taught the right things and you have the mind to discern what's right from wrong you know because love is patient and love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. I believe in love and I believe in the love of the scriptures i believe in the love of god i believe that loves in our hearts if we embrace it but let's never omit misquote use our own personal agendas take things out of content manipulate uh try to take the blame off ourselves by using the words of once again the quran the torah or the bible to downgrade humiliate dehumanize others when we don't tell the whole story if you use a passage find the passages that also go with what you're saying to either prove your point or actually to expound further and deeper on your point now i don't want to preach to you so i'm going to leave it right there i just want to give you something to think about because god says it's a very harsh thing to, to say to another human being and if you do it you better be right because you have to pay for the actions and the words that you speak on this planet you will be judged one day and let your judgments be true honest and fair but be true honest and fair to your brothers and be true honest and fair to your sisters and your children and your co-workers and those around you because our job is to actually mankind. I said it before. I know it's a corny line from a movie. But our business is mankind. Okay. And I'm going to move on to the rest of the show. So they finally made an arrest in the Gilgo Beach serial killings. This Rex Herseman 
59-year-old architect from uh, Massapequa Park in Suffolk County, Long Island, New York. Uh, you know, this dude is a big hulking dude. It seemed like there was some clues out there. These families have been waiting in excess of a decade. Uh, you know how America goes. We get a serial killer. We're going to run this thing through. It's going to be the biggest story for quite a while. I'm sure this guy's going to go to trial. He seems to like some of the attention. Uh, every All of a sudden, neighbors are going to speak up. But I'm just happy for the families that they get some kind of closure to what they felt maybe was a runaround, what they felt was a door that was going to remain open and the dead, you know, I don't know if the dead rests in peace because somebody pays for the crime of killing them because I cannot believe that that would be the answer to peace because so many crimes go unsolved. So many people are wrongly accused of doing the crimes. So, but if this gives them a peace of mind, good for them. United States, between January 1st and June 30th, had the deadliest six months of mass shootings in our history. There were 28 mass shootings between January 1st and June 30th. I'm hoping between July 1st and December 31st, we do not match or surpass the record of these 28 mass shootings. So the actors are on strike. The SAG actor strike of 2023 has begun. On Black Mirror, there was an episode called Joan is Awful. They kind of predicted this situation because a part of this actor strike, and it's disgusting to me, and I feel bad for these people, is that the studios want to buy the AI imagery of actors and use it in perpetuity to not even give them residuals for their likeness and then use this in movies. Say you got, let's just say you got a Leo DiCaprio as he is today. You buy his AI image today and in a movie in 2075 when he would be well into his 80s or 90s they could just pluck him into a movie as though he's 42 years old. Or they could put him in a car commercial or a soft drink commercial or whatever and don't even pay his estate. I think that's wrong. AI is a, is a, is a funny thing because they're talking about making movies with strictly AI. And this way you actually take, you dehumanize more people. It's bad enough that you go to some fast food restaurants and some of these fast food restaurants, you're now talking to computers instead of dealing with human beings taking your order, or you have to punch it into a kiosk and then somebody just appears out the back and say, number 24. You know what I mean? You pay the kiosk, you order it through the kiosk. There's no human contact. You know, I like more human contact instead of less human contact. I'm also watching this uh, documentary called Goliath. 
it's the story of Wilt Chamberlain. It's a three-part story. And because Wilt Chamberlain has passed away, they have to use like cutouts and some things. And this is a show that has actually got the permission of Wilt Chamberlain's family to use AI versions of his spoken word so that it can be voiced because he's no longer here with us on the planet. So it's kind of a weird situation. I just talked against AI, but this is one of the situations where AI actually came into place. So if you have $2, tonight is Powerball, and that is $1 billion. Friday, Mega Millions is $720 million. For $2 and a dream and being a really lucky person, you can change the fortunes of your entire family. Everybody you love, you can change their lives overnight. One billion Powerball, seven hundred and twenty Megaball. This week, I purchased a new phone, the Motorola Edge five G. Uh, I got it in nebula blue. This is a twenty twenty one version. Yeah, I don't give a damn what you say. I'm no kid. I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. This phone more than does it for me. But I do want to say a couple of things about this phone that you need to know. It does not come with a charger, so you might as well go out and get yourself a 30-watt USB-C brick, okay? It's only going to come with the cable. Go out and get that 30-watt USB-C cable if you don't, I mean brick, if you don't have a few in your house already. Also, it comes with no 3.5-millimeter jack. So if you are a person who does not like using wireless headphones, Go get yourself a USB-C dongle. So these are the two things that I would say purchase. And also, if you get a chance to purchase the case, get the case. I don't think that the front glass screen protector is necessary. But because of the three cameras on the back, so that you can lay this thing down flat and even on a table-like surface, to have the case would make it all nice and simple. So far, I've had this phone for about three or four days. I really enjoyed it. It's a big upgrade from my uh, Motorola. Yeah, I'm in a Motorola person. Motorola Play Z, I think I had. Uh, uh, unfortunately, there's also no SD card on this. So you come with either 128 gigs or 256 gigs. I don't use a lot on my camera as far as that goes. And when I do have enough videos and pictures, I will always take them off and put them in my cloud. So 128 gigs is going to be more than enough for me. I've been enjoying season four of Dark Side of the Ring. And let me tell you some of the people that they've dealt with. I'm not going to go in depth. Some of these names should hit you if you're a wrestling fan. And if not, you want to give it a chance, look into it. Okay, Tammy and Chris. That would be Tammy Sitch and Chris Candido. Uh, Magnum T.A., The Iron Sheik, a, a show called Breaking the Cycle called about the Graham family, Don't the Clown, The Junkyard Dog, Adrian Adonis, and last night's issue or episode was Abdullah the Butcher. I'm also watching a show called Quarterbacks. And the three quarterbacks that this show deals with, and I already heard has been picked up for season two, 
this season is Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Not only do they deal with their home lives, they deal with them in practice. They deal with them in game films. So you get to hear live mics of how they sound when they talk to fellow players, how they sound when they're in live action of games. It's pretty awesome. I didn't know Patrick Mahomes cussed so much. I didn't know he was such a firebrand type dude. Uh, so it was very interesting seeing, like, behind the curtain. You got tough. I believe, finally, Conor McGregor team has won a fight. So they go into these semis with Conor McGregor's team holding a 1-7 and seven record. I feel so bad for this knucklehead who finally is the veteran who lost for Michael Chandler's team. I think that him being the loser kills all hopes of him ever returning to the UFC. So I hope that he enjoyed whatever career that he had and there was no unfinished business as far as he was concerned. Just a bit of advice. If you have not done this, this cannot hurt you to do this. Trust me, it cannot hurt you to do this. Call your cable company. I call, I have Spectrum. I called my cable company. I didn't lie to them and say, if you can't do something for me, I'm leaving. I didn't do any of that. I called my cable company and asked one question. Are you offering any offers at this particular time? The young lady took less than two minutes. She came back and told me, and it happens to be true. I lost no services and my cable bill was reduced by $75 per month, and it was instantaneous. I went in, my bill was $257. I went in a day later, my bill was $180. This was just one phone call to your cable company and no services lowered. I got my same sports package. I got everything, my same DVRs, my same red zone, everything. But if you don't want to save no money, don't make that phone call. But if you want to save a couple of bucks, just make that phone call. And hopefully your cable provider is running some kind of offer at this particular time. And not only that, I got this for 24 months. So my bill will stay the same for the next two years. You add up $75 times 24 and you tell me what that is. I mean, I don't have a calculator sitting right next to me, but $75, you figure every 10 months is $750. So we are talking over $2,000 savings, okay? Oh, so the Titans signed DeAndre Hopkins. I don't really know why DeAndre Hopkins picked this team, but I guess because he got two years, $26 million, with potential to make $32 million with incentives. So he went for the money instead of a chance really to win because I don't know how far Tannehill is going to take him. But, you know, you do have DeAndre Hopkins. You got Derrick Henry. You do have Tannehill. You have Mike Vable. And it's a pretty good Titans team, so he should be playoff bound, which is kind of shocking. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, they all are under the franchise tag. Tony Pollard has actually signed his franchise tag, so he will be playing for the Cowboys. But none of the three have been given any, any extension offers. 
and two of them are unsigned as of today. So Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley either going to have to blink and sign this deal or they're going to have to sit out games and lose money. And we'll see what that turns into as we get closer to game one. Maybe they'll return in game two of preseason, but we are talking about losing about $600,000 a week by not playing. I mean, that that's a lot to stand on. Uh, I wish them the best. So we had uh, Stephen Curry play in the American Century Golf Championship. And this dude is just so charmed. He's, I mean, he's blessed with uh, being a great basketball player and a very good golfer. This dude hit an eagle to win the tournament on the 18th hole. On the first day of the tournament, he hit a hole in one. So you know what? You know, Steph Curry just, uh, you just that dude, man. It's hard to hate on Steph Curry. You know, good things happen to, seems to happen to him. I don't know about inside his home, and I'm not wishing him any bad at all. I wish things continue to go well for Mr. Curry and the Curry family. Rory McAvoy won the Genesis Scottish Open. Uh, that was a very good tournament. He really had to uh, bear down and go to work on those last two holes to pull off the victory, or he would have went to a playoff, but he made a nice putt to end it. He won the tournament. They're still over in London, and the 151st Open champion, which used to, for some reason, it was called the British Open. We don't call it that anymore, but it's called the Open Champion. Well, we're going to have the live guys, and we're going to have the PGA guys going at it. That starts on Thursday. These This tournament will be airing early in the day because don't forget there's a time difference between Europe and America. So uh, when you wake up in the morning, if you want to tune into golf for the next four days, you can do so. Don't wait till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. By then, it'll be over. So, you know, make sure you tune in early. Last week, we had UFC. Holly Holmes was headlining a card, and she got beat via guillotine choke in round two by Myra Baino Silva. Miss Silva is a very highly emotionally charged young lady, but very skilled. Uh, it's time... And I thought it's been time for Holly Holmes to start thinking about leaving the game. I mean, I really think she should be leaving the game. You had Aline Perez beat Ashley Lee Smith by unanimous decision. I didn't see much from Miss Smith at all. I don't, I don't even understand what was going on there. In a fight that was a little disturbing, Victoria Dukakovich beat Estelia Nunez. Miss Nunez broke her elbow. I mean, in the first round, the first 34 seconds, she just was in a move, fell on the ground. Her elbow broke. It was a little gruesome. We don't see this too often. I wish Miss Nunez a speedy recovery. I wish her the best. I don't think that she should have took a K TKO for this. I think this should have been referee stoppage. But to take a loss and to take a loss on your record showing that you were knocked out is not fair. I don't think it's fair to any compet competitor when you are medically unable to continue due to no fault of your own or even a kick or a punch to that area causing it. I don't believe that, that you should lose like that. Terrence McKinney disappointed me again. He had this Nassim Sadovich 
in a uh, ground position for almost all of the first round. He could never get this guy into a choke. In the second round, he wound up getting choked out by Nazim. Uh, I, I think he's got to work on parts of his game. He, you know what? If you can't out-wrestle these Russian guys, don't go to the ground with them. Stand on your feet, man. You'd be better off with your hands and your feet if that's your chance. Norma Dumont beat Chelsea Chandler. Uh, it was This was a really weird fight. Chelsea Chandler in the first round caught a two-piece combination and looked like she was going to be on the track and field team. She started running toward the cage door. It was, it was bizarre. Uh, Norma beat her. It wasn't really that close a fight as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Jung-Ho Park beat Albert Dervich via submission. Uh, Jung-Ho Park was on point this game. He looked pretty damn good. And, you know, that's all I'm going to give you from that card. It was, like I said, it, was, it wasn't it was a great card, but it was a good card. It was entertaining. That you had your decisions. You had your knockouts. You had your freaky injuries. There was a lot going on there. This week, not only is golf in London, but the UFC is in London. They're at the O2 Arena. This card will be on ESPN+. And your headline is Tom Aspinall is going against Marcin Turbera. Molly McCanns once again gets to sit high up on a card because they're in London for no apparent reason. And she's fighting Julia Dorvon Rinko. You got uh, Natalie Woods. No, Nathaniel Woods is fighting Andre Fila. Andre Muniz is fighting Paul Craig, Scotsman. Davy Grant is fighting Daniel Marcus. Mark Jacecki is fighting Jose Alvarez. They got as many of the guys and chicks from England on this card as they possibly could. Uh, you know... Bruna Brazil is fighting Shauna Banyan. So this, this should be interesting. So we have the NBA Summer League just ended. I believe the Cleveland Cavaliers summer team won the championship. So congratulations to them. NBA free agency start on 7-17. And starting November 3rd, all 30 teams will compete for the NBA Cup with eight teams advancing to the knockout round. The tournament semifinals and championship will be held in Las Vegas, Nevada on December 7th, 8th, and 9th. Why the hell did the NBA think that they needed to have a in-season tournament when you have a championship that comes in June. I don't think any sport, I mean, what do they think? That soccer, they have to have friendlies and midterm champions. Uh, if this helps teams force their players to get their butts out on the court, then maybe that'll work. I'll see how this works out, though. Uh, but to have, could you imagine the in-season tournament is won by absolutely one of the worst teams in the league and who doesn't even make the playoffs, uh, would that make sense to you? Please, somebody give me some feedback on that. Just imagine one of the Houston Rockets get hot for one week, and they win five games, and they actually win this tournament in Vegas. They represent the NBA as the in-season champion, 
And then at the end of the season, because they're so bad, they don't even make the playoffs. But good luck to them. Now you got all these teams going out to Vegas. It's going to be pretty much a party. They're not going to actually be balling hard, I'm sure. They're going to take these three days off as like some form of rest, even though all these guys have been to Vegas many times, I'm sure, in their life before. But, you know, before I go, I just want to leave this with you again. Only doing what God said. Is it the complete and utter, unadulterated word of God? Or is it your idea of what you think God said? What you think that he only can speak to one person. There's billions of us on the planet, but he's going to pick just one person to give this particular message to. It's not going to be doctored. It's not going to be misquoted. It's not going to have a personal agenda. It's not going to be taken out of context. It's not going to be your rules of morality. It's going to be standing on abundant truth. It's not going to leave you anything to hide behind. So be careful of when you use the term that God told you to do something. Make sure that that thing is in concrete, solid rock stone, that there is nothing that you can do or nothing that you can be called out on because you have actually interjected yourself and played the role of God when you're not God to begin with, okay? Now, I'll be back next week. I hope to have you here with me. If you like, you can please like, share, comment, I'm fine with all that. It's not something that I ask you really to do. If you organically feel like doing so, I am thankful for that. I appreciate you always listening in from wherever you're listening to. But I always do ask you one thing. I love to hear from you. I love to hear from anybody, positive, negative. It does not matter to me. Hearing back from people is the most important thing that I can get out of this. I'll never ask for money. I never ask for anything else. But if I hear back from people, it lets me know that I'm not out here speaking to myself, that somebody out there is getting something from it, even if it's just pissing them off, you know, then maybe I can work on that. Maybe I can see what am I doing to make that person so angry at me. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, other than that, I appreciate you very much. I want you to have peace and I want your family to have peace. Until the next time I speak to you, peace, peace, peace.